hi i just want to thank you for joining me this is antronetta tillman i am the president of reclaim life where we help you to reclaim your life one thought at a time um this podcast to me honestly it's been a blessing it's been a blessing because i work with multiple clients in having five children (laughs) and in the time that we're living in i'm also in school and i'm a wife right Um, There's so much going on and so many moving parts constantly. And I just want to continue to help people and um, continue to give whatever I have to because that's just how I am. I'm like, Lord, use me as a faucet as you pour through me, as you pour into me, I'll pour it out. You know, so live it. I want to just live my life poured out. That's just my prayer and aspiration. So I'm just grateful. Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you guys for listening in. If this is your first time listening in thank you um i'm just excited about all things about changing the narrative this um podcast is more so of just really letting you guys understand the vision and the 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 reason why you know i believe this is important in our day and our time um you have so many people that are rehearsing the same old lies in um the same old narratives that is causing them to be stuck in a rut so this really serves to show us how to get our lives stuck out of the rut whatever it is whatever if it's it's self-pity um and again we all have faced traumatic in you know um situations in our life even if it was just if it was a loss of someone that we love dearly or disappointments that we face or failed business or having someone step out of you step out of your marriage or someone cheat on you or losing your uh, virginity to someone who just threw you off to the side you know all of those things can be very traumatic this is one thing i often say it's really hard to compare one person with another um for instance i grew up in a household with seven children my mother has seven children and with that being said each of us we have similarities but we also have differences and we all um there's certain circumstances that we've all encountered the same being in the same household but our perceptions of it are they're they're different if that makes any sense every single person have a uniqueness every person has a perception perception is how you see the world around you and i often give this an example out that whenever you write something on a board i can write a sentence on a board and you can have five people sitting in there looking at that one sentence and each of them will get something different from that because it's based on their worldview, their outlook, their points of views, how they see life, how they experience life. And me, like I said, I have five kids, right? Each of my children's experience is different. For one, my first child experience is a little bit different than me now having my fifth child. I was a new mother, although I was already in the studies of child development. So I had quite a bit of knowledge about how to raise a child and all of that but how many of you guys know that is a whole lot more different you know having a knowledge just in the head is a lot more different than than experience than experience uh, you get the word i'm trying to say then by the by experience right oh guys let me tell you i was an expert about marriage before i actually got married i studied all things dealing with communication but it, it's a different ball game when you're right there in the trenches and you're needing to apply the knowledge that you know with another unique individual. 
some things some things we're not prepared for and some things you know we don't know and we don't know what we don't know for me I didn't know that you can't take statistics this is just as real as again you cannot take statistics and automatically think that it's going to work for this particular person because they fit the statistic no this is a unique individual who's come to this situation with their experiences with their points of views with how they relate to whoever there is they're talking to let's use and want to be um a little bit more practical in this situation and a husband and wife that the husband even though you hear statistically husbands do this and you're basing all of these factors and things and when you're communicating with them you're expecting them to receive it as xyz and you're meaning well when you're explaining it to them but that person that that husband could have had some experiences with their mother that was very foul so now their outlook and their view on women they're a little bit more distrusting when it comes to women they see women as wanting to be dominant over them so it's really hard for them to receive even in love um any form of correction from you or any form of critique from you because it comes from a bitter place so the, when you in love trying to critique them so that you can see them get better and you want to help them they are receiving it as bitter food so it's bitter to them and it hurts them and and then they're internalizing it a little bit different and they're taking it personal although it's you speaking to them it's probably their mother's face or someone else that hurt their them face from their their from their past and we have to understand and communicate and and be able to not get so easily offended or easily moved by certain situations or even how people treat you that's a big saying right although they're treating you that way you have to understand what is the root of this issue and that's what changing the narrative is about changing the narrative is about getting to the root of the issues and doing a rewrite like now i have to rewrite this use for an example whenever you do anything with uh programming and debugging when it comes to computers and systems like that my husband he's a web developer so yes i'm there <laughs> there was a time this was so foreign to me um but anyways just thinking about programming you know in 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 debugging if any time that a computer system has now been introduced to a virus that virus now tries to go and insert itself in certain situations and but i want you guys to think about the functionality the functionality of the computer starts to change there's certain things that was functional is now acting as dysfunctional because there was a virus inserted into it and so what the person has to do they have to go and get it cleaned they have to go get their computer debugged they have um, an expert has to go in and strategically try to figure out where is the source of this virus so that we can put it to an end although that your browser is no longer working although your cursor is now moving and it's not supposed to move you got all of these things coming and acting out of whack on your computer but you have to find the source if you are only looking at the root or the fruit of what the issue is you can be focused on the wrong thing changing out deleting out oh let me remove um you know internet explorer let me remove um firefox let me remove just those are the fruit right you're removing and you're taking those things out but then you open up an email and now your email is corrupted or this can become corrupted if anyone knows never had to experience a virus on your computer it sucks right 
But they, that's the same thing with our lives. When you go and you can pick at things that are just fruit. Oh, let me end this relationship. Oh, man, let me look at this. Oh, let me quit this job. Oh, let me quit this marriage. You have people who full-blown walk out on their children. Let me leave these kids. This is the source of my stress. And missing the internal virus that has been implanted into their hearts. For the Bible says that out of the heart flows the very issues of life. Therefore, if you don't get to the root of the issue, the heart of the issue, you can miss what is happening you can miss you know um the very thing that is causing all these other things to go out of whack and that's the the the, the key point of coming in changing the narrative looking what is these roots and these stem roots that are in my life that is causing me to 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 have corruption and dysfunction in my family causing me to have dysfunction um, in my workplace causing me to have dysfunction in relationships with everyone I come into contact with I think everyone is trying to argue with me or I think everyone is trying to hurt me or out to get me oh look at them look how she looked at me she's talking about me that's called one I'm gonna start dealing with some roots some of the root issues to that is insecurity insecurity is one of the roots that will cause you to live in fear paranoia you will start to think people are saying things that they didn't say you will start to rehearse and be in arguments that has never even taken place you will start to eyeball people who are trying to be good to you and have your good interests at heart but now you think they're out to get you because every other time that someone else did something for you in your past it it did have a motive behind it they wanted something for you that's why they did something for you and and whenever that bitterness and that insecurity is embedded in your heart you start to rip apart it says a wise woman builds her house but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands i want you guys to get that it's not the people who can tear down your house it says unless the lord builds the builder builds in vain so unless you allow god to establish who you are as you're trying to build a better you right unless you allow the lord to come in brick by brick start to build you up you will start to build in vain because you will build your life upon your perceptions and you will build your life based on your experiences and our perceptions can be flawed our experiences can be misperceived right I have you ever this is me just being 100 there's some experiences that I had with people in the past after um, growing and coming to know new things and understanding that everyone is their own unique individual and unless you had a full-blown conversation with this person you really don't have a right to say what they thought in that particular situation well I know they thought this this is going to set some people free right because when I got this I'm telling you freedom came to me it is not our place to think about what someone else is thinking about we have no control over what's in someone else's mind and nor do you know (laughs) that's just being completely honest when we are highly convinced that this person was thinking this when they did something you won't see a resolution for the for the situation because you have your mind made up that you know that you know that you know that you know what they were thinking really do you even know that you know that you know that's in your mind at all times no we don't we really don't we're we can change like the weather <laughs> and if you i'm from uh, a state that in the morning it can be snowing and then in the evening it can be like the desert you know and then it's raining and tornadoing all in one from oklahoma and then i live in texas now where 
we get some of the same weather it gets crazy but i'm saying in all honesty people can change and they can change so drastically our minds can change we can get we can have one experience that can deter the rest of our lives for good or for bad right we can have one experience and that's one this one major experience i want to lay on lay lay want you guys to grab grip of when you come into a head-on-head collision with christ just think about a natural collision if you were to be on a head-on-head collision in a car trust me things change immediately that car no longer looks the way it used to look it is now wrecked for the rest of its life until it go in and get maintenance it is now wrecked there is no head-on-head collision if it's a hard collision where you're going full speed one at another there is no head-on-head collision that people leave it And then you can tell there's not even a scratch. That's the same thing with Christ. There is not one person who can say they had a head on head collision with Christ and their life wasn't changed for the rest of their lives. You won't look the same. When you have contact with Christ, there is things in your life that should start to get shook up. The Bible says that everything that can be shaken can be shaken, but the kingdom will not be shaken. So we allow when we have that head on head collision with Christ and we come to know him we turn it changes our way it changes the direction that you were going we have to turn of that turn and that's that term that i'm using is repentance a lot of this is not popular but realistically jesus says repent and believe for the kingdom of god is at hand why is this important in god's kingdom that's his rule reign and dominion he has complete authority and that's something i needed I, I I was tired of being in charge of my own life, the decision making and doing all of that. Just to be completely honest with you, I was living a, a, a life full of destruction. And I'm not just saying that because those are church terms. Me, I'm just being real with you. I was living a life carelessly through all of the hurt and pain. I couldn't make sense of it. Therefore, I was making irrational decisions every which turn, every turn. And I didn't care. And with how many of you know that hurting people hurt people? Careless people cannot care for you. That's just as real as it gets. And that's just how I was and I could care less. I wanted to give hurt. Men hurt me enough that I could care less if I hurt them. So I'm just jumping right back in at that head-on-head collision, coming into contact. Full. And what I've got from that, that mind that would use the rage and there was no peace, I came in contact with the Prince of Peace and the Prince of Peace surpassed every bit of understanding those things that I could not understand. Why did I go through this? Why would a loving God allow me to go through this? That loving God gave me peace, something that I did not have. I had a lot of sleepless nights, yet now I have peace, joy, unspeakable joy, a joy that gives you strength when I came in a head-on-head collision oh did I have every answer of what why I went through what I went through no did I have people who were smiling and oh my gosh you got saved I'm so excited for you no I didn't I didn't but what I did have and it cannot I had that peace that love that overwhelming and fulfilling love and warmth that 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 really wrapped he wrapped his arms around me everyone experience is different I was at a place where I was at the point just sitting in my bed contemplating suicidal thoughts that was the worst thing the enemy could have ever done 
was to plan a thought of suicide because in that moment yes I contemplated it I thought it all the way through that if I was dead I can no longer enjoy the pleasures that I was enjoying I can no longer smoke weed I would not even it wouldn't even matter what these people thought of me because that was my biggest fear I'm gonna lose these people if I quit giving these things if I keep quit giving my body this man who's in my life and I kid you not you guys when I gave my life over to the Lord I was praying 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 and I was like show me who's supposed to be in my life show me who's not I just was praying and I remember having a discussion with the guy that I was living with at that given time I told him I was and I was in tears because and I I, I, because the Bible says unless we count the cost we cannot we have to first count the cost of salvation and it does it's it's the gift is free we cannot pay for our salvation, but once we receive Christ, it will cost us. It will cost us relationships. It will cost you your pride and your ego. Ego. <laughs> it will cost you your own will because you cannot do what you want to do anymore. God puts the willing to do on the inside of us to do those things which are pleasing. He now embeds himself his kingdom he now places it on the inside of us and i love the scripture because it says to work out your own soul salvation and it's like how do you do that he puts it on the inside of you and so he's only trying to draw out of you what he put into you and the only way you can really do that is when you present yourself as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto a living god and then he will perfect it through you these are all beautiful things and i was like satan done messed up you done tempted a girl who was already tired of living for myself and the seed of the gospel was already sown unto me um, when I was in jail. These are ugly moments, ugly moments that don't want to remember. Those were just the fruit. Those were just the, 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 the outside exterior things, but it wasn't the root. The root of the issue is I needed to be saved. The root of the issue is that I needed Jesus. And so I am thankful that God gave a remembrance and just a reminder that I was fearfully and wonderfully made in his image and so again I just really want to encourage you to get to the root of whatever is happening on the inside of you and allow God to change you from the inside out and when you come into a collision with Christ there's no turning back you turn away from some things because that once you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good and once you see that there is a, a water and a well that can never run dry Jesus told the woman at the well when you drink from me you will never thirst again you're talking about being thirsty <laughs> you're talking about people walking around being thirsty craving needing attention from men needing attention you know for people to fill voids on the inside of them it, that's what it really is it's a in it's a void that's there you you come the reason why people put up relationships that are not good for them that are abusive because they have a void and they want that void to be filled and it's an inward thirst that they're not there but they're and like he told the woman at the well he's like you don't had seven husbands you had all these husbands, but yet you still have that same thirst of fulfillment, wanting to be loved. But I am that drink. Jesus had to tell her, I am that drink. And when you drink of me, you will never thirst again. So as we talk about, you know, reprogramming and causing a rewrite to take place, allow God to show you the root. The root of the issue is the heart. And if our hearts Jesus said, you say with your lips, you love me, but your hearts are far from me. If you say you love me, why don't you keep my commandments? And you cannot do any of those things without knowing 
Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So-